Do you ever wonder how animals got here? Or how people got here? But a better question might be, how did anything or everything get here? Well, there is a book that tells us that. What is that book? Yes, that book is the Bible, the book that God himself gave to us. But where in the Bible would we go to find out how everything got here? Why, we'd look in the very first part of the very first book of the Bible, wouldn't we? And do you remember the name of that very first book of the Bible? Yes, the very first book in the Bible is called the Book of Genesis. Genesis means beginning, and that is a good name for this book in the Bible, because not only is Genesis the beginning of the Bible, but in Genesis, God tells us about the beginning of the world, the beginning of plants and animals, the beginning of people, and the beginning of the Jewish nation. Yes, it tells us how everything got here, how it all began. Another time I had quickly told you the story of the whole book of Genesis, hadn't I? But today I thought it would be fun to tell you more about only the very first part of the book of Genesis, the part that tells about how everything in the world got here, how it all began. We call this the six days of creation. So now, I'm going to open my Bible to the very first words on the very first page and see what they say. The very first words in the very first verse in the whole Bible say, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Created means a special making of something. The Bible goes on in the next verse to say that then the world wasn't the way it is now. It says that the world was all dark and water covered everything. But then God said, Let there be light. And there was light, just like that. And God had it to be light part of the time and to be dark part of the time. And God called the light time day, and God called the dark time night. After that, it started getting dark again. It was evening. It was going to be night time. The Bible says it was evening and then morning, and that was the end of the first day that God would be creating things. Well, when the morning came, that would be the second day then, wouldn't it? Now remember, there was water all over everything. So, on this second day, God made the sky. God made the sky just by talking to the water 
and separating the water on the earth from the water in the sky, that is, making oceans and clouds. Remember, clouds are made of little drops of water. That is how we get rain. After God had separated the oceans and the clouds, then it got to be evening again, and then morning, and that was the end of the second day that God was creating things. So then, after it was morning, it was now the third day, and God said, "Let the waters on the earth gather together." And let dry land come up, and it did. Yes, the dry land came up out of the oceans. All God had to do was to speak, and God called the dry land earth, and He called the waters seas or oceans. Then, still on that same third day, God said. Let the earth have lots of plants growing on it, grasses and fruit trees, and let the plants have seeds in them. And then the dry land had all kinds of plants grow up on it, trees and bushes and flowers and grasses. And God had it so that each of these plants would grow seeds. That would make more plants like themselves. And God looked at the dry land and the plants, and saw that they were good. That is, they were just right. Then it was evening again, and then morning, and that was the end of the third day of God's creating things. So then it was daytime again, and it was the fourth day. Now, remember that God had made light on the first day, hadn't He? Well, on the fourth day, God made some things to hold that light that was in the sky. He made a big light that would be in the daytime. What do you think that big daytime light was? Yes, it was the sun. Then God made other lights that would be in the nighttime. What would those nighttime lights be? Yes, those were the moon and the stars. And God said that the lights—the sun, the moon, and the stars—would show the days and the seasons and the years. But what does that mean? Well. One daytime and one nighttime is what we call a day, isn't it? Then, also, our Earth goes around the sun, doesn't it? And every time our Earth has gone all the way around the sun, that is a year. So we have days and years. Also. The moon goes around the Earth, but it doesn't take a year for the moon to go around the Earth, does it? No, it only takes about thirty days. We call the time that it takes for the moon to go around the Earth a month, 
or month. Well, after making these lights in the sky, God looked at the sun, the moon, and the stars, and he saw that they were good. They were just right. And then the sun went down, so it was evening. And then morning began to come again, and that was the end of the fourth day. So then in the morning, when the sun came up, it was the fifth day, wasn't it? Now, do you remember that on the second day, God had made the oceans and the sky? Well, now on the fifth day, God filled the oceans and sky with living things. God said, Let the waters have lots of living things in them, and let there be lots of birds to fly above the earth. Yes, God created all sorts of things to live in the oceans, big and little fish and very big whales and tiny shrimp and all sorts of other sea creatures to swim in the oceans. Then God created all sorts of birds to fly in the sky, big eagles and tiny hummingbirds and parrots and all sorts of other birds. And God told the fish to have lots of babies to fill the oceans, and God told the birds to have lots of babies too. Then God looked at the fish, and he looked at the birds, and he saw that they were all just right. And then the sun went down. It was evening. And then morning came, and that was the end of the fifth day. Then in the morning, after the sun came up again, it was the sixth day. Remember that God had made the dry land and the plants on the third day, hadn't he? So what do you think God did on the sixth day? Yes, on the sixth day, God created all sorts of animals to live on the dry land. God said, Let the earth bring forth living animals of all kinds. And how do you think God made these animals? The Bible tells us that God made them out of the ground. God made lots of different kinds of animals, big animals like elephants and little animals like squirrels. And God made cows and cats and even lizards and snails, all of the different kinds of things that live on the earth. God made mamas and daddies of the different kinds of animals, and he made them so that they would have babies like themselves. And he told these animals that they could eat the grasses and leaves. Then God looked at all of those animals and saw that they were all good. They were all just right. Then, still, on that same sixth day, God decided to make people to take care of all of these animals in this beautiful new world. And how do you think God made people? 
Well, the Bible tells us how. First, the Lord God made a man. God did this by making the shape of a man out of dirt. And then God blew into the man's nose, his nostrils, and the man became alive. Wow! God can do anything, can't he? And God named this man Adam. Adam was the very first human being. And the Lord God planted a beautiful garden like a park. This was called the Garden of Eden. And God made a river that flowed through the garden and watered it. And the Lord God put the man Adam in the Garden of Eden. And God made lots of different kinds of trees grow in this garden. There were apple trees and fig trees and apricot trees, all sorts of fruit trees. Also, there were two special trees in the middle of the garden, trees that we don't have now. One was the tree of life, and the other was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Knowledge means to know something, and evil means something bad. And the Lord God put Adam in this beautiful garden of Eden, and Adam was to take care of it. What a pleasure it would be for Adam to be able to be the gardener in the garden of Eden. And the Lord God told Adam that he could eat from all of the fruit trees in the garden except for one tree. Which one do you think that was? It was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, why do you think that Adam wasn't supposed to eat from that one tree? Well, I'll tell you. It was because if he did, Adam would then know bad things. As it was, Adam only knew good things. He didn't know anything bad. So God warned Adam not to eat from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God told Adam that if he did eat from it, he would die. Now, God had named Adam, hadn't he? But God let Adam name all of the animals. So then still on that same sixth day, the Lord God brought all of the animals to Adam, and Adam gave names to them all, names like rabbit and sheep and cat and giraffe. Well, of course, Adam didn't speak English, but you know what I mean. And God told Adam that the animals would eat the grasses and leaves, and that Adam could eat any plant that had seeds in it, like grains and fruit and vegetables. Now, do you remember 
that God had made mamas and daddies of the different kinds of animals? Well, when God made people, he'd only made a man. The animals had each other, but Adam only had himself. And the Lord God knew that Adam would be lonely, and that wouldn't be good for Adam. So still, on that same sixth day, God decided to make a woman for Adam to be his wife. Now, how had God made the animals, do you remember? Out of the dirt, right? And how had God made Adam? Yes, God had also made Adam out of the dirt, hadn't he? But God didn't make a woman, a wife for Adam, out of the dirt. No, God made a woman differently. And this is how God did it. The Bible tells us that the Lord God had Adam go to sleep, and then God took out one of Adam's ribs, a little bone from his chest, and then God closed up the place where he had taken the rib out. Then, from that rib, the Lord God made a woman. God can do anything, can't he? And do you want to know something interesting about the rib that God took out of Adam? It would have grown back. Yes, doctors have recently found out that if a rib is carefully removed, it can grow back. Doesn't God make us in marvelous ways? Of course, God had made Adam this way, so he already knew the rib would grow back. But doctors didn't know about this until thousands of years later. God is so wise and knows everything, doesn't he? But let's get back to what we were saying about Adam. All right, then. Adam was asleep, and the Lord God took out one of Adam's ribs and made a woman from the rib. Then Adam woke up, and God brought the woman to Adam. And Adam was so happy. He had a wife now. And Adam knew that the woman was part of himself, made out of one of his ribs. A human, just as he was a human. Remember that Adam had named all of the animals, hadn't he? So now, Adam named his wife also. Adam called her Woman, because she was taken out of a man, out of himself. Woman, that is, woman. Later, Adam named his wife Eve. And Adam and Eve didn't wear clothes. They were naked, but that was all right. There was nothing wrong with that. It was just the way God had made them. All of this, the making of the animals and the making of the man and woman, 
and when Adam named the animals, was all done on the sixth day. That was a busy day, wasn't it? And God looked at everything that he had made all of the last six days, the sun and the sky and the land and all of the plants and all of the fish and birds and animals and Adam and Eve, and God saw that they were all good, all just right. Then it was evening and morning, and that was the end of the sixth day. We call those six days the days of creation. Well, the next morning, when the sun came up, was the seventh day. And what do you suppose that God created on the seventh day? Nothing. We say God rested, though God doesn't get tired like we do. We might say that God rested from creating. That is, God stopped creating. He stopped making new things. And that is the true, real story of how our world and everything in it came to be made. Those were six very busy days, just full of all sorts of miracles that God did, weren't they? And I'm glad that God told us in the Bible how he did it, aren't you? Isn't God wonderful? He can do anything. So, now very quickly, let's just list the six days of creation in their order. All right. The Bible says that on day one, God made light. Day two, God made the sky and oceans. Day three, God made dry land and plants. Day four, God made the sun, moon, and stars. Day five, God made fish and other sea creatures and birds. Day six, God made land animals and people. And day seven, God stopped making things. He rested from creating. And everything that God made was good. It was all just right, wasn't it? Now, let's go over those six days again. But let's do it a little differently this time. We'll do it in a way that will show you how the days sort of match up with each other. I think this will make it easier for you to remember them. On the first day, God made light. And then on the fourth day, God made holders for the light, the sun, the moon, and the stars. The first and fourth days 
sort of go together, don't they? On the second day, God made the oceans and sky. And then on the fifth day, God filled the oceans with fish, and he filled the sky with birds. So the second and fifth days sort of go together too. On the third day, God made dry land and plants. And then on the sixth day, God made animals and people to be on the dry land and to eat the plants. So also the third and sixth days sort of go together. And everything God had created was all just right. It was good. And where in the Bible did we read about when God created the world and everything in it? That's right. In the very first pages of the very first book of the whole Bible, in the book of Genesis, I think it is very kind of God that he told us in the Bible how the world got here, don't you? Thank you, God, for creating our beautiful world and for telling us in the Bible how you did it. And thank you, God, for the Bible itself. Yes, the Bible is full of all sorts of interesting stories, isn't it? And they are real stories that really happened to real people. And God had men write these stories down so we could read them. From these stories, we can learn about God. We can learn how good and great and loving God is and about what he has done. And we can also learn what God wants us to do. And in the Bible, God tells us how we can be with God someday. Do you remember what is the way that we can be with God someday? Yes, by trusting in the Lord Jesus to save us from our sins. We all sin, don't we? But God loves us so very much that God the Father sent God the Son, that's Jesus, to earth to die for our sins. Of course, Jesus didn't stay dead, did he? No, after three days, he was alive again and stayed alive and is alive now in heaven. And if we trust in the Lord Jesus to forgive our sins, he will. God always does what he says, doesn't he? And then Jesus will be our king. So, today we talked about when the Lord God created everything. Wasn't that interesting? Next time, I'll tell you more about Adam and Eve.